What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, Episode 9. A special release episode uh, for my friend Phoenix of the band Stone Cold Chakra. Uh, she's releasing some new music today, a new EP called Suspension Point. Uh, one of the songs will be featured at the end of the episode and also linked, hopefully, into the Podbean description as well. Uh, I first met Phoenix probably... She was uh, playing in a band called Outlet. Uh, I think we met at Soundstage when both of our bands were playing a show. I've since run into her a few times at uh, open mics and, and different venues and whatnot. Um, I think she has a, a really good voice, first and foremost, uh, and then a, a good sense of songwriting and a nice, nice touch on guitar, which I certainly can appreciate. Um, we definitely talked about some some deeper deeper subjects as well as some lighter lighter hearted things including the EP um, which again you should be able to get on Bandcamp as of today but possibly some other platforms as well uh, I should mention that there were a couple technical difficulties in this episode where like my mic cut out and I didn't even notice but I did my best to smooth things out and uh, hopefully it works alright in any case, I hope this episode finds you well in the quarantine or wherever you may be. If you're out there working, hopefully you're staying safe and not getting sick. Um, I know the weather's weather's starting to get a little nicer out, so it's definitely tough staying in. But uh, we all we all got to do what we got to do. In any case, uh, without further ado, Phoenix of Stone Cold Chakra. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode nine of the Part-Time Rockstar podcast. I'm here with my friend Phoenix. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? We were talking over FaceTime. and um, Days of quarantine. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I've been doing this fairly successfully as far as from a technical standpoint. I haven't run into too many issues. Uh, nothing beats talking face to face, but on the flip side, this is kind of convenient. So even after the whole quarantine's over, I may kind of continue. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to like this from time to time. Yeah, you don't have to find a quiet place or whatever. You can just kind of arrange it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. super convenient. Yeah, definitely. Um. So, do you want to kind of go into a little bit of an introduction about what you do musically and kind of where you're at now? Sure. Um. Well. I am the front of a band called Stone Cold Chakra. Uh, we're a three-piece. We call ourselves Space Grunge. It's kind of like if Seether took a whole fucking lot of Ambien after getting out of like a really abusive relationship and just sings about that all the time. Like that's that's yeah. kind of how it is. <laughs> um, it's definitely moody. Yeah, yeah, very dark, um, very very ambient. Hey, ambient, ambient, huh? Yeah, I mean, you definitely have a really cool voice. Oh, thank I mean, you. See, there was one of the, the bands I thought of. Um, for the audience who may or may not be listening, uh, I've played at least a couple open mics, maybe, or a couple shows with you mm. um, over the past couple of years, either. Yeah, they've been, they've been the really band fun. Or if it was just an open mic or, or something. And uh, you also have a, a little bit of a knack her guitar riffing, oh. I can tell, which is which is good. I mean, um, I'm easily bored when I'm listening to guitar players if they're not really trying to, I don't know, go into anything unique. And I think that you have a, a at least a little bit of a taste for uh, for the riff. Oh, thanks. I actually um, I I listened to this one guy at when I was working at a well-known. Uh, guitar retailer in the Americas um and he was going on about how like 
if you want to have a good lead line or a good guitar line at all, you have to tell a story, beginning, middle, and end, and then wrap it up. And it was actually when we played that that show with you at um, with Ounce of Pain at, at Fishhead, we had this jam at the last song called "The End," appropriate, and. Um, it would it told a story and it had like this big narrative and i listened back to it and even i was impressed i'm like was i actually doing that or is that somebody else like it was it was it was cool but i, I appreciate that a lot because i've been trying really hard to work on how expressive i am with with guitar and stuff so yeah well, i think you you definitely have a a voice there which is which is critical if you're trying to be original like for me, I mean, Dimebag, uh, Dimebag Daryl is probably my biggest influence, at least when it comes to guitar. Mm. And you have an ML, don't you? A Dean ML? Yes, I do. You know? I don't always play it, but that's pretty much what I grew up playing, yeah. Right, yeah, because I saw that and I was like, okay, somebody listened to Pantera. And yeah. uh, I can I can tell from your guitar playing that you really, you're a big fan of him. Yeah, definitely from a guitar player standpoint, he's by far the most influential um yeah do you want to kind of talk about maybe some of the bands that you either grew up listening to or that you're into now oh yeah um, absolutely to um give people a background yeah i i um well i grew up listening to a little bit of nirvana i don't know if anyone could tell that uh <laughs> just listen to so you think and be like hmm, did she listen to nirvana i wonder uh, then Seether, Foo Fighters, uh, Silver Sun Pickups, Metallica, ACDC. So it's like a, a really big range of like anywhere from like super dreamy indie stuff to fucking hard balls to the wall metal and then everything in between. And recently I've been getting into a lot of R&B, soul, jazz, like kind of fusion-y stuff. Um, one artist in particular has been Nana Adjoa, N-A-N-A space A-D-J-O-A. Uh, yeah. And holy shit, <laughs> her music yeah. has blown me wide the fuck open. I love it. You have to send me some links. Absolutely, yeah. I'll send, I'll send, you, uh, send you some. But um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much, as far as like <laughs> influences, I just draw from all those people. Like sometimes yeah, I, mean, I, I directly so steal. Nineties. I mean, <laughs> yeah, nineties. So if anyone has listened to my music before, I mean that's that's the comparison that I get all the time. Very nineties. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I grew up listening to, or that's what we grew up listening to. We're probably about the same age. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Approximately. I'm 21. How old are you? Oh, shit! I almost got 10 years on you then. I'm 29. What? So. Yeah. I didn't think that. You don't you don't look 29. You you look like mid 20s. Well, thanks. I mean, I maybe it depends on the day. <laughs> You've been moisturizing? Age. But, <laughs> All that lotion. Uh, yeah. It also depends how much I've been drinking maybe too. Uh, <laughs> we all look older when we drink. Uh, but on 10 years when we drink. Yeah, pretty much, especially in the morning. Yeah, right. Or the night after. Um, Hair of the dog and shit. Yeah. So, um, generally I kind of ask people, you know, why they're into playing, but maybe that's a little too obvious. So, like, then I'd ask, you know, about maybe best gigs, worst gigs, favorite places to play, or not so favorite places to play, kind of stuff like that, if anything jumps, jumps to the forefront of your mind. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, so uh, I won't leave with a bad taste in my mouth. Um, least favorite place to play, I would say um, the Fishhead Cantina because <laughs> I don't really agree with how they do things. Um, they kind of objectify women and like put them in scanty clothes so that they can get more tips and I don't really dig the the business model of the um, booking company. Nothing wrong with them. They're just not exactly, like, personally, we don't see eye to eye. So I, I tend to stay away from that. Um, my favorite gig, favorite place to play is actually in here uh, where I'm at right now. It's the, um, 
I call it the basement. It's my apartment. And we've had two shows here so far as this new arrangement. And both of them have just gone off. Like they have been so fun. So many cool bands. Um, just so, just, and just awesome. so, so many people I could just shout out like right off the bat because they, they, those are probably some of the best nights of my life, honestly. That's awesome. I mean, especially if there's no noise complaints and no cops. I mean, right. Spot like that. I mean, I, I'm fortunate enough to live kind of in the boonies, like at the left side of everywhere that matters. And yeah. so like to, for people to come out here, it feels a little bit like, Oh God, what am I driving into like the set of game of Thrones or something like that? And then they uh, come around to the back, get in the, in the apartment. And then it's just like, all everything goes off and then there's less like people moshing and jumping around and people sang yeah. sing sing along to our shit now after two gigs like what <laughs> so well, obviously awesome we're doing something that. right around here you know what i mean like obviously yeah, something's I mean, going on if you create the right vibe for a show i mean it'll it'll go off right right uh, if you kindle it the right way but um so do you have music out? Is that how people know about it? Or is it a little bit just... Uh, it's it's a little bit word of mouth. I mean, my my music release... Uh, my first music release really on, on Spotify that wasn't, you know, old, old stuff. Totally irrelevant. <laughs> if you do some digging, you could definitely find it. But it's, it's pretty gross. Um, but if, like, so... From 2020, pretty much on to, to now, like the beginning of 2020 now, has been just release after release after release. Like approximately every two or three weeks, I've just been putting something new out um, because I can't fucking sit still, especially during during these times when I can't really go to work and stuff like that. So I've just been putting new stuff out and I'm just trying to get it out that way. But how people have known about us is more like just sort of like, telling friends and then they tell two friends they tell two friends and then suddenly we have like this this huge crowd of people like this place is full last time they weren't all hours obviously but uh, uh, that's awesome but still like for for not it's having good. played as much as we want to we got pretty far i mean that's a great start diy shows i mean they might be making a comeback a little bit yeah i hope so i hope so because i mean it's it's a it's definitely a a different vibe and i i much prefer it yeah i mean the bands i used to adore when i was a kid at least on the punk side of things so they would often be just diy oh yeah just in church, church basements, basements or like people's houses or whatever so oh speaking of church basements um you ever played at the undercroft ever been there uh no i have not it's dope as fuck the next time that oh, we yeah. can oh can i can i swear by the way yeah, okay it. so there's this um it's just it literally is a church basement and it's a pretty big venue um it's it's got a pretty high stage but it is fucking sick like it's it's we're gonna try to play there once all this whole uh pandemic shit tries to cool down a little bit but hopefully yeah, that'll I'm be pretty, pretty sure i like like i follow it on instagram or whatever yeah but, on uh, the grams yeah pretty much but um i'm looking it up again here just to kind of double check if i was following the same one but um yeah i love that place um, that's like I'll my favorite hypothetical one your gigs here excuse me either there or or at the uh at the household gigs what did you say I'll have to try to come out to one of your shows here one oh, way yeah. or another whether the they're the diy variety or the uh the venue variety. Yeah, I'd, lo I'd love to have you, because we, we've gotten a lot better since you saw us. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, as long as one guy or one person, you know, has talent in the band, then everybody kind of can feed off that, you know, so. I guess so. And that was what I was going to ask, is um, who else is in your band these days, like, as far as, is it a threesome, foursome? Yeah, so it's a, it's a three-piece at the moment. Um, it's meant to be a four-piece, so... It's meant to have a lead guitar player, but I'm kind of having to fill that role uh, when I can. But since I play guitar and sing at the same time, it's kind of hard to do leads. 
Um, and then my bass player, his name is Dylan. Uh, he and I have been friends forever, like, oh my God, almost a decade. <laughs> and then um, my drummer, Austin, he is fucking killer. I was actually at the Fishhead when I saw his band. And I, I don't I don't know if they're still together anymore, but uh and I, I saw his band, I'm like, okay, you need to drum for me. <laughs> I'm like, serious right. question, dude, can you please drum in my band? And if you do, like, it's gonna be super chill, but we can't have any drama. Not allowed to have drama. Um So yeah, it's yeah. uh it's a fairly drama three, a free threesome kind of thing. And I, yeah. I like to keep it that way because I don't want to fuck with it too much. Cause well, yeah, every band environment is a delicate ecosystem. Right. And you said uh, as long as one person has talent and I'm lucky enough to have three people who have like a lot of talent. Yeah. The funny part about talent is it usually begets more talent. So right. Usually. Not always. Usually. Not, not, yeah. yeah, you're right. Not always. Not always. So, but yeah. Um, so are you guys kind of planning on putting music out? I mean, I know you, being in the quarantine, it's not like people are necessarily meeting up to jam mm. or maybe in the studio, but do you have any plans moving forward or? Okay. So, um, the way that it, it the way that Stone Cold Shocker kind of operates, cause I'm in another band we're called, uh, flying jacob and i'm the lead guitarist and that's more of a collaborative effort but um what stone cold chakra is it started out as me um firstly uh i was in another band who i think i think we played with them uh, like we shared a bill together um it, they were called outlet and yeah i've actually i've seen them yeah and right they put on a pretty good set yeah yeah like they're they're really musically they're really good and um but i was was coming to the end of what i felt like was my my welcome kind of i was kind of pushing it a little bit uh so and i was feeling generally dissatisfied so on my own with my headphones on i just started writing some songs uh, cause my foothold was kind of starting to, to dwindle there. I was like, I want something that's mine. So I, I made some music and I was like, well, this is pretty cool. And so that's kind of how it, how it started. I, I asked Dylan to come on and I would, then I found Austin about half a year later. So I write pretty much everything like within a rounding error, like maybe I'd say 95% of the material that we have. And then 5% cool. is like influenced by, by them. Um, I asked them when they joined, I was like, Hey, do you agree to just kind of being a live band for me? You know, put your spin on it, all that kind of stuff. Um, like I hired you for a reason, but I do also have a certain number of expectations that you have, you have to meet. Otherwise I'll have to find somebody else. And so it's been working out a lot. So, and they seem to enjoy it. So I've been just putting out song after song after song because <laughs> I record, I I'm went to Sheffield. I went to school for audio engineering. Oh. So yeah. that's, and I've been doing it for like six or seven years. So I've been able to sharpen my skills and kind of be able to put something out that people are like, oh, somebody else did this. Whereas they don't know I wrote it in a basement. Huh? nice but uh yeah, yeah. so that well, that's... you have a knack for it again oh thank you, you. thank songs, you like if you watch enough open mics you know people that you know are new to it or maybe struggling at it a little bit and then sometimes people play and there's like a there's an ebb and flow a story to their songs and stuff and it's just you know you can just tell it's not um i don't know where i was going with that, with that but you you have that to yours <laughs> Um, thank you so you could have been doing it. a little while and um also this platform i mean you can obviously use it to promote your music but if you're doing any recording for anyone else you're uh feel free to mention that too yeah i mean if um, if, if anybody wants to have i don't recordings i don't want to insinuate me. your 
trying to or not. I just meant I can splice that in there too at some point. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying if anybody wants to have their recordings done by me, if they like what I do, they like my portfolio, like we can work something out. I don't really have like rates or whatever or um, anything like that, but we can we can talk and we can we can get it together because cool. I enjoy doing it. Uh, so yeah, just feel free to hit me up and yeah. be fair. And I will tell you, you have to pay me up front. If, if this is you and you're listening to this and you're, you're hearing this and it's like, Oh my God, I want to work with Phoenix. Pay me up front. Cause I, I done, I done got fucked and I'm not going to name names, but I, I done got fucked and you know who you are. If you, again, if you're hearing this, <laughs> yeah, F- fuck you by the way. Uh, Anyway, it's it's tough when you get screwed in that situation. I've been mostly fortunate and I've tried to be mostly fair. I mean, I think the way I always approach it is like, well, I'm always on the the end of I'm asking to work with someone to record in the studio, but right. I'm still like I'll happily pay at least half up front. Right. You know. Right. So that way they have something shows I'm not, you know, just there to fuck around or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's cool, especially if you went to school for it. I mean, um, I'm sure that you are good. Um, yeah, what else do I have to ask? I mean, um, sometimes I ask people kind of about the pros to being, uh, usually female and, I mean, sorry, the, uh, the pros and cons to being either male or female as a musician. Um, usually it's a more female oriented question right because us us you know straight dudes I mean arguably don't have it that hard or anything but um well if that's something you want to get into (laughs) we can talk about it if not we can just gloss over it no that's cool um (laughs) so Okay, so I haven't really come across anything that's particularly difficult being a trans girl um, in in the music industry, mostly because I've been really DIY and the people who come out to DIY stuff aren't going yeah. to be very closed-minded generally. Uh, so I've been, again, I've been fortunate enough to not have people try and cross me. Mm-hmm. And I am a bigger person my voice is pretty deep, pretty resonant. So when people do hear or see me, they're kind of like, Ugh. I don't even, I don't even know what's gonna happen if I fuck with this person. Uh, but it's been, it's been mostly fine. I will say that the more that I kind of transition, the more that I sort of step into my own shoes, the more people seem to kind of either doubt me more or respect me more. Hmm. And it's like, it's a gradient between, and it's kind of hard to tell, but sometimes it's like, (laughs) I actually, uh, I left my last band uh, Mm. outlet because we had a a difference of opinion about that. Uh, Uh, No, it's, it's, it's whatever. I mean, we had a difference of opinion about a lot of things and uh, it just kind of lended itself to the destruction of of our relationship. And as a result, I actually don't talk to any of them anymore, unfortunately. But, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. So it's more yeah. been interpersonal connections that have either been like fucked over or sort of enhanced. Cause people who've known me for a long time, like Dylan, who've been like, Oh shit, that's, Oh, that's what, okay. I get it now. And then they kind of, they roll with it. Yeah. And they're just like, oh shit! It's now now it's like I'm talking to who you are, as mm. opposed to what you were putting up because you didn't know any better. Yeah, it kind of broke down the walls a little bit. Right, and we got closer to uh, together as a result. And if I tell people like, hey, this, that, and the other, like call me this, do that, and just just don't be a dickhole. Generally, they aren't because I don't really make a big deal about it. I want to see how normal I can make it. If people do make a big deal about it, I'm just mostly over just like, are you sure you want to make a big deal about it? Like, is that, is that, is it important enough to you to make 
it into bigger things than it is. So, I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I mean, uh, getting up on stage is, you know, for most people, kind of scary at times, as it is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Yeah. Uh, there is, that, the there is that, that worry that somebody's going to, you know, just decide they don't like me. And because uh, I've, I've been at gunpoint before and for a much different reason than that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't want somebody to actually have a reason, yeah. you know, and, and have that be their reason. Like, that's a fucking stupid reason. Um, yeah. So just, well, well, one of the bands, I mean, that I've admired for a long time is against me. Against I mean, me. Oh my God. I'm sure Laura, I love sure you. Familiar. And then, <laughs> I think that, uh, that Laura's always out there kicking ass. Oh, God, and, she is uh, such an inspiration, man. To beat. Ah. So, I don't know if it's a faux pas to mention them, but... No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. She is a fucking icon, and I love her so much. Yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> I just saw her Rolling Stone interview um, that she put out, like, last week while she's in quarantine. She's like, yeah, what have you been up to? She's like, oh, you know, just uh, eating acid and taking eucalyptus baths. You know, just normal. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I don't think I'd expect anything less. I don't expect anything less either. But, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's another inspiration, by the way. Like, if you've ever seen me, like, recently, if you've seen me at a show, you're going to be like, oh, well, someone listens to Against Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there aren't that many trans artists out there. No, I feel like. Currently, so. I, I feel like also a large part of getting back to kind of the inspiration for and like what I do musically and stuff is like, I want to. So when I heard Nana Ajoa for the first time, her song, no sleep. And then the resolution, it was a really big surprise to in the resolution music video to see that she was from the Netherlands that Hmm. blew my cap off. Uh, not not yeah. to mention the music, of course, but um, also the more that I listened, the more I was like, oh, my God, this person knows like she knows what it's like to like having gone through the things that I've gone through. I'm pretty sure she has or at least something similar. So I want to give that back to somebody, you know, and the same way like Laura Laura Jane Grace does for the trans community kind of like, hey, you're not the only person who's gone through this and you're not weird for having gone through it. And you're, you know, you're not alone. And I want to basically be the person I needed to hear or I needed to talk to when I was 13, 14, 15, like having all these things go round and round in my head going, oh my God, why can't I just explain it? And then if I had heard something like yeah. what I do, it's like, oh, wow, somebody knows, somebody understands and like hold on to it and like have it really mean something. It's not that I didn't have that. It's just I had it to a lesser extent about, you know, being a lesbian, being trans, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. And I think that's what every artist wants to be able to do. And maybe right. just every person wants to be able to do is kind of be able to talk to someone like their younger self and regardless of the situation, kind of be like. You know, it's going to be all right. But, uh, <laughs> it's going to be okay. Might, I'm glad. You might have to I'm, learn, learn I'm, some hard lessons here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, su- um, I'm super glad that I, I decided to stick around um, because, like, I I got close a bunch. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm I'm lucky enough to say that I'm, I'm still surviving. And, uh, you know, anyone who listens to my music, I would just want the same for them to kind of just go, hey, you know what? Maybe not today, maybe some other day, but today is just not the day. And I'm glad you made it as well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that got deep. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, we can, we can kind of get into whatever we want. Mm. I just sort of edit it afterward and, Sometimes people are like, ah, maybe we should edit certain parts out. And most mm-hmm. people are just like, ah, just let it fly. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm probably just going to just right now just kind of go on record and say, just let this one fly. Like, yeah. 
the the bits that you wouldn't want people to to hear like the the back and forth between us like kind of production wise and all that kind of stuff don't worry about that cut it out but like all the information that i'm given just throw it out there i tend to pretty much just say what's on my mind yeah most of the edits i have to do anyway are just me having brain farts and stuttering and stuff so (laughs) or or me me like hitting my mic earlier at the at the very beginning you'll see it's just something goes boom (laughs) yeah those are surprisingly easy to edit because you can see those yeah those pop right out Mm. um but yeah, like some maybe kind of fun questions that I typically ask are like, uh, you know, vices, guilty pleasures that you're comfortable talking about. Ooh. Um, stuff like that. All right. Um, vices, huh? huh? I would say I've, I've been quit for a while, but cigarettes... Any anything with nicotine yeah. in it, um, like that's a huge vice for me. It's one of the biggest struggles. Um, Nicotine's a whole drug. Oh God, <laughs> <sighs> I've I've fought. Sorry, right, I don't want to get you fiending. No, 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 no. I've fought some damn battles before, but man, that is the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's still the hardest thing that I do, um, but you know. And then uh, guilty pleasures. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe like. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'll s- I don't really have guilty pleasures necessarily because I don't. I'm I'm kind of hedonistic, but I will say something that I do, which is definitely embarrassing. Because uh, it's kind of on the same line, but I do sometimes like turn my phone up really loud put it on my bed yeah. and just like play air guitar and pretend like I'm on like a talent show. That's pretty funny. And just like, <laughs> I usually be like really, really drunk and like barely able to stand up, but I'll just like start rocking out and just like sweating and shit and like yeah. head banging and just crashing into walls. That's it. Yeah, it sounds it's... like one of my, one of my good friends, he just likes getting hammered and he's a singer. So he, just, he mm. likes going out to his car and just, screaming like to whatever song like by himself though it's, yeah no it's, really it's it, it hits different <laughs> yeah it definitely hits different i definitely respect it though if you're mm. feeling it you're feeling it yeah 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 absolutely uh do you have any spirit animals and if uh, that's too weird of a question we can say favorite food i'll go with favorite food because i'm not gonna dodge that i'm just gonna dodge that subject favorite food uh, it's a tie between pizza and sushi. Word. Uh, yeah. mostly maki sushi, and I would say Hawaiian pizza. I know I'm gonna step on some toes by saying that, but I definitely no, I like Hawaiian pizza a lot. Eight. Hey. Yet another re- reason. I'm a weirdo. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, by the way, if you ever have a uh, hankering to change it up a little bit, you could throw some jalapeno on there. <sighs> Really good. Now we're talking. Hawaiian pizza. Oh man, Hawaiian pizza with either olives or jalapenos. Yeah. Maybe both. We don't know. Yeah. It's like a supreme Hawaiian pizza. Oh. Oh man. <laughs> Call it the ultra supreme. Yeah. Oh. Damn. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, I was gonna say I can almost see you ordering now from here. <laughs> Little Caesars, uh, can you help? Luckily, I just ordered some some subs, so oh, I'm uh, I'm satiated for for the moment at least. Ugh, lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of uh, kind of ran out of cash, so gotta wait for gotta wait for yeah, a little so, bit. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, um, I call it the part time rock star podcast here for a reason because hmm. most of us ain't uh, ain't exactly making bank on this whole musical endeavor. Hopefully, one uh, day. Hopefully but, one day. Yeah, that's the goal. And for that's anyone cool. out there, I mean, obviously try and support your favorite people, whether right. they play music or they just make cool shit. I know everybody's doing the Facebook lives and and uh, everybody's selling T-shirts and everything else. Mm, so. Yeah. Or if, if you're thinking of you're like me, you have like Bandcamp or 
iTunes yeah. or Spotify where people can go and support you and stuff like that. So that's that's cool. And I, I really like uh, streaming other artists' music because I know that they, they get a kickback from that. And I, yeah, don't, have, um, I don't have much I mean, to give. I would love to be able to like donate more but and like buy merch and shit, but because I don't really make all that much money and have all that much money, I um, I really do... I, I like supporting in that in that kind of way. I'll just like leave somebody's album on, like repeat, like while I'm asleep, and just have it on mute, yeah. and just be like, just play like Which eight times awesome. over. Yeah, I don't know because I guess maybe I'm too far into the musical bubble, so maybe it's not common knowledge. But mm. for anybody out there, I mean, if if you can, whenever you can add people's songs to like say your personal playlist. Mm. Like, I really think that over time, I mean, that's what matters and that's what helps because right. you just get those extra spins, those extra plays, and, you know, maybe eventually if it gets added to enough playlists, then boom, you know, you're getting 10,000 streams or something crazy right? a, a month or a day or whatever the kids want these, these days. I don't know. I don't get a whole lot of streams, but I know that I can help out other people by just adding it to, say, my personal playlist. Yeah, I just kind of do it. I don't really get too into the whole numbers. Otherwise, I'll get really control freaky and all that. Like, I just put it up there and just go, hello, I have done this. Enjoy. Tell your friends. I'm not going to advertise this. I'm just going to get back to doing what I do. Like, this is this is yours. Talk about it if you want to. Don't don't if you don't. If you don't. The main thing I like to check on is like uh, the countries, mm. which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, you could just randomly see. I don't know why I find it interesting. No, like, that oh. that that'd be cool. That'd be cool to know. I would love to know, like, if people in like, I don't know, Denmark are like super into Stone Cold Chakra, or, like South Africa. Yeah, I mean, that, that'd be cool. Certainly could look into it because I mean, you never know. I mean, that could be a an audience somewhere down the road. It's like rock up to Vin who can just be like, hey, what's up, Namibia? How are you? I didn't know there was so <laughs> damn many of you. One, two, yeah. three, four. Da, 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 da. I think my most popular South American country is Chile. Oh, yeah, yeah. All, all 10 streams or whatever. All 10 <laughs> streams. <laughs> that have come from there or something. Yeah, I would have yeah, I I thought the... Brazil would have been would have been more. They seem to be a yeah, little bit more avid fans than anyone in the world. Yeah, Brazilians definitely love their their metal. Oh yeah, metal, sure. rock, dance, anything, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a party, right? Uh, so yeah, I mean, this has been pretty good so far. I've knocked out a lot of like my my standard questions that right I kind of kind of go through. All right. Um, I know you mentioned shout outs, like people you think might listen to this. So it's always fun to say hi to them. If you want to, well, I don't know if they'll they'll, I don't know if they'll be listening. I'll definitely be telling them um, yeah. about about coming on to this. But I, I um, for anybody who is listening to this and anybody who's hearing it, I want to recommend a bunch of bands oh, because right they're like so they're so dear to my heart. So first of all, um, obviously I got to recommend this awesome band called Stone Cold Chakra. Check them out. No, okay. Killer. Killer but uh, then there's also. <laughs> There's also uh, the Dead Ringers. They're a two-piece garage rock band from Essex. Uh, Hive Mind, four-piece uh, Essex boys, Pear Hall boys, just kind of making a lot of sad noise. It's great. Um, Elna from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Paper Girl, San Antonio, Texas. Two really good indie artists. Um, and then we have... Oh, man, I have more. Bakai. They just released a new... Um, a new album called Pleasure Visions, really good. Um, Flying Jacob, of course. Mojo Bose's Electro Cir- Electric Circus, like they're putting out some s- solid shit. Tianesta, Eat the Cake. Um, just oh man, I could go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. basically, if you want music recommendations, just hit me up because because I'll I'll yeah. hook you up with any band you want. Like I've, I'm always on a quest for new music, so just you know, hit those bands up, go to their shows, buy their EP, stream their shit, you know, whatever you can do, help out. Uh, every every play counts. So, well, you seem like a fairly intelligent person, and I don't want to insinuate that means you read a lot, but if you do, do you have any have any favorite book recommendations? I read a lot. Um. 
or if you've read anything lately. I'm kind of the book nerd. Personally. Oh, really? So always... uh, well, my... Okay, so... <laughs> Again, this is kind of embarrassing. I, I guess this would classify as, like, a guilty pleasure almost, but, like, um... I, I read... When I was in high school, I read the Twilight Saga five times, front mm -hmm. to back. Oh, damn. That's um, a record. Yeah. <laughs> Once per year. Um, I borrowed it from my cousin each time. And then... Um, my favorite book for a long time was this book called Pandemonium by Lauren Oliver. It was, in layman's terms, it was kind of a ripoff of The Hunger Games. Um, but it's so much more than that. <laughs> I would really recommend anybody read it. And also a book by Nicola Yun. Uh, Nic Nicola? Nic Nicola Yun. Uh, Y-O-O-N. Called Everything Everything. Really good. Mm -hmm. uh, again, teen romance, teen drama. Uh, what can I say? Uh, I'm more into learning languages than reading books. So that's, that's kind of the books I have. Most of the books I have are textbooks or other things yeah. in other languages. Like Harry Potter or Vizkustainen is like the first Harry Potter book in Icelandic. Uh, so, you know, or a guide to reading and writing Japanese characters. That's a really that's a real page turner that one. But, <laughs> <laughs> I get yeah. to learn how to write tree. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't really have any book recommendations necessarily other than those because I don't really I don't really read a lot. <laughs> so at this point, my end of the audio cuts out unbeknownst to me. So it comes back here um, in a little bit uh, once I figured it out. But in any case, you can kind of hear me talk through uh, the other side of the mic, through the echo. So, hopefully it works out. No, it's okay. Maybe Song of Ice and Fire, if you haven't if you haven't read it, or if you're into that kind of thing, like, go for it, because it's... Right. I mean, I... I just texted you a book recommendation that just kind of jumped to mind that I thought, for some reason, you might like... Perfume? It was one of Kurt Cobain's favorite books. Ooh. Oh, yeah! Scentless Apprentice. That's where it came from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I haven't read it, but I, I will. I will. Thank you. Um, cool. Cool, cool. Um, quarantine questions. Yeah, quarantine. Um, so, I mean, obviously, it's watching TV. Our favorite TV shows right now. Have you seen the Tiger King? I actually don't consume any TV media. I None. Tiger King <laughs> Tiger King kind of reminds me of like a, a visual McDonald's no one needs it but nobody can stop once they start yeah, like much. Um, I listened to my drummer go pretty hard about explaining it I'm like hey uh, could, could uh, we could, I'm not gonna watch this <laughs> like can you just give me a synopsis and he, he did and I'm I'm worse for it. Um, I I watched the Grand Tour because I I was an avid fan of of uh, Top Gear before they had their falling out with the BBC and then they kind of um they didn't uh, they didn't want to work with them anymore so they went for to Amazon and they started their own show called the Grand Tour. So. I am watching a lot of that, just binging the fuck out of watching it again and again and again and again and again. Uh, other boring TV shows, documentaries, stuff like that. Stuff you watch when you're high, but I don't smoke anymore, so I'm just kind of sitting there just drooling. Uh, it's mostly YouTube, though, like blacksmithing, guitar stuff. That's surprising. Um cooking shows i watch a lot of like cooking things like yeah. bon appetit it's alive kind of kind of stuff like i'm really into all that stuff like yeah that's that's it yeah most of my most of my stuff is on is on youtube um as far as like your songwriting inspiration mm. I mean, is there anything 
Um, I typically use songs as like therapy, um, or like how some people use exercise as kind of like a thing. So being in the, in the studio can kind of be like a really physical thing for me. So if I get inspiration for a song, it's pretty much, I got to capture lightning in a bottle. Like I have to get in the studio get the the thing done and if it loses inertia it's not a song anymore like i'll scrap the project i'll delete the audio files and then just start something new like that's what happened with my song with my song girl off avatar if it's important enough it'll come back to me on its own so a lot of the topics that i write about um definite content warning for pretty much anybody <laughs> who's, yeah. who's who's like this but um uh they're mostly about things like self-harm abuse uh neglect uh mental illness and addiction and things like that things that i struggle with um or or have in the past and it's uh it's it's a it's a lot of heavy topics and so like before before we play actually i i've been when we do live shows i've been taking to telling people about it like hey here's what i'm gonna cover (laughs) not saying you have to leave not saying i'm gonna censor myself but if this hurts you you don't have to stay feel no pressure to stick around you know same way we you you tell somebody with a wounded knee that there's like a change in elevation. Yeah. You're not gonna just be like, oh fuck you. Your knees hurt. It doesn't matter. Your your knees gonna hurt anyway. If you trip, you trip. It's like no 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 no. <laughs> Let them know. Hey, there's a big drop right here. May not want to just keep walking. You know, brace yourself. That kind of thing. So at this point of the interview, my audio does come back. And we wrap up the interview just talking about Phoenix's uh, new EP, which will come out uh, around the same time as this episode. Um, actually, I was just going to ask, do you want to talk about the EP? I didn't oh, sure. realize you were releasing that. Yeah, cool. Because I mean, um, that seems like kind of an important thing to talk about. Right, right. Uh, I can put that in. I could maybe put that in a, in somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Since the audio kind of cut out anyway. Right. So we'll we'll do that. Um. Uh. So the EP that I'm releasing is called Suspension Point. Uh. It's three tracks. About, kind of. Uh. How do I say this? So the 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 track relief cuts pretty much describes where it is. Um. When I was in like middle school, I had a really big problem with with uh, self-harm and addiction and stuff like that so um and it was a really hard time for me so I started thinking about it again and then I wrote that EP as a sort of way to deal with it like I said because that's how I use my music I use it as therapy yeah um and I don't want to always sing about the same problems all the time but uh so that one is going to be coming out soon uh as a matter of fact, by the time you're listening to this, it should be out on my Bandcamp, and then because internet stuff, it'll be out at some point on Spotify and other streaming yeah, services. It's funny how that always kind of works out. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they some, sometimes they can lag behind. It's okay, Spotify, you'll catch up. Um, I've only recently learned that you're supposed to like tell Spotify three or four weeks in advance when you release something you're supposed to like set it to release at least two or three or four weeks out so i i don't know internet stuff internet stuff but yeah so suspension point right on so everybody out there uh i will try to put the link for that for the Bandcamp link in the episode and uh once it does make it to spotify you can follow stone cold chakra and uh add it to all your playlists so, yeah. Cool beans. I think, 
I think that about covers it then. So. All right. Well, Sweet. see you later, everybody. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll see you at the shows. And uh, yeah, fly. All right, so once again, thanks, Phoenix, for coming on and uh, chatting with me and supporting the podcast. Hopefully, I can do the same for you and your music and Stone Cold Chakra. Uh, the song that you're hearing in the background here is one called Let the Right Ones In. It's off the EP called Suspension Point, which should be out today uh, on Bandcamp and possibly some other platforms as well. I will. Definitely try to link it into the Podbean description and uh, promote it any other way I can, either on Instagram or however. Uh, I truly do think that it kicks ass and that uh, Phoenix has a great voice. Good touch on guitar and uh, just a good overall sense of songwriting. So I'll, I'll definitely be adding that to my Spotify playlist, Phoenix. Um, like I said, this is kind of a special release episode. Um, because she had some new stuff coming out today. I wanted to make sure the timing was right. But in any case, I hope this finds you well out there in the ether. Hopefully uh, everybody's safe, not too sick or anything. And if you do have to work, you know, um, definitely staying safe doing that as well. Thanks to all the healthcare providers out there. Um, On the podcast note, if you do want to be on an episode, just message me. And uh, should be no thing. Um, in any case, once again, the song is called Let the Right Ones In by Stone Cold Chakra. But now I cannot stand you.